Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. <laughs> We're How back. Is everybody doing? Hopefully, everybody's all right. I'll get you adjusted there. We'll get you on screen here. It's uh, it, it's been a a little bit since we've seen you. Thank you all for waiting for us to, or waiting for me, I guess I should say, to get back. You, you had a nice little week off as well. Somehow we planned the same week off. I'm not sure. I don't know how that, how that worked. I don't think we could ever get that lucky again. But, uh, hey, it worked, and we are here now. We are back, and thank you again forever. We got a, a, a good amount to talk about today. We do. And uh, first off, let's start off by saying Asher. Asher. Yeah! Asher. Gets his first win Friday night at Whiteland Raceway Park. Yes, he does. Congrats to you, Asher. That was awesome. Did you see the picture of him in uh, standing on the top of that podium? Yeah. <laughs> that is that needs to be framed and put up. That was phenomenal. I he goes it. out, qualifies P1. Yep. He was like three seconds faster than the next guy. Quick. Then uh, his heat race wins it. So he sits on the pole for the feature and wins it. Nails it, man. Nails it. Gotta love you that. You gotta love nights like that. Got Jason on here. Got Caleb on here. Good morning, everybody. I'm back. I don't look that tan. No, I really, really don't. don't. Like I kept the I was I was putting the fifty on all week because that's what the kids had. And I was just like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, who cares? Who cares? So uh, big shout out real quick again to uh, Uncle T for uh, getting us out there and uh, having his dream come true. He built yeah. a house out in Kiwa Island, and we got uh, sharing that last week. That was an absolute blast. Had a great time out there. No racing out in Kiwa. Well, I tell you what. Where we used to stay, and Daniel would uh, tell you this, back when we were kids, this tells you how deep it is in my my blood here. We stayed at this one uh, house back in the day when we were younger that was on like a little roundabout deal. Okay. So we used to race around that roundabout on our bikes. Why not? There. And Why not? every time we rode around it, this way, we were like, hey, this is where we used to race right here. So there, there was a little bit of racing. I sat in the... Uh, the very nice outdoor area. Watched all of Sunday. Ashley was like, "Are you gonna do anything on Sunday?" I was like, "No, I'm just watching uh, racing right all day long." Because we had the F1 race last Sunday. Good, a pretty decent race. It, it was a decent race. Uh, the last ten laps, phenomenal. Uh, up until about lap sixty, it was a little slow. Um, today, the F1 race was really good. Uh, I, I think there that was, a there really was good some race out there. Uh, there was some good mid pack battling going on today. Oh yeah, absolutely, and and that's really where you get your your solid. That's where that F one that that real good racing is going to come from there. So uh, um, then uh, uh, right after that F one race, I got to watch the Indy car race, and uh, I mean we'll go back to it, but uh, we'll say. Uh, um, we'll go Ganassi sweeping the weekend there. And we got to see our boy Felix. Yes. Take a win, baby. I was pumped on oh, that. Oh, I'm running around. I was like, Ashley, I almost Felix texted is going to win. Felix is going to win. I almost texted you. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to bother him. He's on vacation. So. <laughs> I'm like sticking my head out like, oh, Felix is going to do it. Go, Felix. Go, Felix. Like everybody in Kiwa Island, they might not know who Felix Rosenquist is. They know he run that. Well, they knew they he didn't know who he was, race. but they know they who he is now. now. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're Googling. Who the heck is Felix, Felix Rosenquist? So I was absolutely screaming out there, just having an absolute blast watching that one. And then, boom, here comes NASCAR. 
So, I mean, a phenomenal uh, uh, weekend of racing. We got. I'm trying to think who won was, that NASCAR uh, race because I did head out to the beach a little bit later. I had to take off there. I, I'm sitting there. And I'm, I, I'm, I can hear the waves crash, and I had to go. It was Harvick. Harvick, thank you. Yep. That's who I picked. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, man, just uh, a great, great weekend out there. Hey, I, good morning from the U.K., watching the V8 supercars from Australia. I was going to say, we got guys watching F1 here from the U.K. We got Australia watching the the uh, uh, V8 supercars. So, those supercars were pretty fun, man. They, they, yep. they are a, a pretty good time to watch there. So. Um, yeah, so last weekend there was a lot of good racing going on. And then let's uh, – Go ahead and advance to this weekend. Yeah. And another full weekend of racing. And uh, it, it started, actually, it started Wednesday with uh, the NASCAR All-Star Race. Yep. And we'll, we'll get to that when we talk about NASCAR. I want to jump right in real quick and uh, hit the, the IMSA race yesterday. Just highlight it a little bit. Um, Pippo Durrani and your boy Felipe Nasser. Nasser, baby. Coming back. He Real quick. Because he got shut down. Yeah. He's coming back from COVID. He's coming back. He had to get over that. He tested positive. He he was good then. He had his negative test, and he's back in that race last yep. night. So go ahead. And we're going to change the name of Sebring from now on to uh, Durrani Land. <laughs> Pippo Durrani owns Sebring. That, that dude, in the last four races, he's won three of them there. He gets in that car. and Now, now let's say, not to mention, he's got a great car underneath him, that Wayland Cadillac is is a machine and he got out there and never looked back and they built up i, I think they had i, I want to say uh, a 10 second lead maybe and, and you know they come in for the driver change nasser drives the last stint goes out there seals the deal for him and i, I mean there again if you don't watch imsa racing you, you need to you need to check it out that race yesterday was great you had great battles in dpi you had great battles in uh, GTLM, and you had great battles in GTD. And speaking of GTLM, uh, for everybody else that runs GTLM besides the Corvettes, it's game over. The Cor <laughs> it's Corvettes game over, dominated that race yesterday. I mean, absolutely dominated. And, and that's fun to watch just that uh, that multi-class racing. Because there's a it lot is. more going down to it than you, than you would really think because obviously – you, you've got guys that are a lot slower than those LMP cars, and those guys really have to work because it's not iRacing where you can just run them over, mm -hmm. run them off the track. you know, you got to safely get around these yep. guys, but at the same time, you got to do it quick. you you got to do it, and, and you got to maintain that speed because that guy's coming behind you, and, and he's coming quick. Another thing I like about the, the IMSA and that style of racing is – you hear a lot of names that you've seen come from IndyCar and other series. Absolutely. Uh, like yesterday, you had Spencer Piggott running LMP2, which Spencer had run some uh, prototype cars before he got into IndyCar. Spencer fits in one of those prototype cars. He, he He's smooth. He's consistent lap after lap in those cars. He hits his marks. That's where he needs to be. That's where he needs yep. to stay. That's where somebody needs to put him. You know, Wayne Taylor Racing needs to look at Spencer Piggott, uh, Penske. You know, if, if you're looking for a solid driver to get in and get the job done, Spencer Piggott would be your guy. I think Wayne Taylor's pretty set, though. That's Oh, yeah, Wayne, Wayne Taylor's right got now. a stud you, team. You look at Penske, and you could say, how much longer does Juan Pablo have in that seat? 
How much longer does Castro Neves. Neves have in that seat? Will they go to another team? There's a good possibility. Maybe. They're 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 getting up there. They're getting old in age. But and, they're and, still competitive. Well, Juan Pablo's starting to eat, it seems like he's starting to get a little more pasta in his diet than uh what what was in there. Well, before. one thing I will say too is right now the, the Penske Acuras, they're a little bit outgunned. <coughs> they're 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 not running with the Mazdas and the Chevys. I mean they they were in the mix last night for I wouldn't say the win, but they were in the mix. And I think that's mainly just because of the drivers they have. Right. I think if you took other drivers and put them in that car, they weren't they wouldn't perform as well as what you know Juan Pablo and Alio's doing in those cars. So. Exactly. And and that's something that Juan Pablo he's used to, whether it was multi class or being an F one. I mean, he's used to going around slow cars. I yeah. mean, that's something that that with that knowledge and everything, um, really helps those guys. Uh, progress through that series there and and you see guys like i don't know if you mentioned ryan hunter ray uh he has gone out there when he can make it you know what i'm saying so he is looking into that uh pagino he has gone into there so like you said just it it really fits that jimmy johnson has made uh it it clear that he would be looking into sports cars so since you uh brought up um ryan hunter ray and pagino you want to jump into indycar absolutely there so let's start with last week because i can't go without talking about our boy felix first you can't deny dixon his, his glory for starting off the weekend going three straight uh, Dude, you can't deny that Ganassi team anything no, right now. That no. Ganassi team's the strongest team in the pits. And that is something I want to talk about definitely in this IndyCar segment. And I don't want to jump ahead too fast, so let's keep on this. But I want to talk about that Honda Power. And, okay. And I don't want to go too far into that yet. But uh, So Honda Power really working right now for Ganassi. It looks like they are on it. And you know what makes me happy about Ganassi? It's all three. It's yeah. not just It's not two. just Dixon. It's not just Rosenquist. It's, it's Erickson's, Erickson's out there, out there and he's getting good. top tens right now. That's not what we're used to seeing with that third Ganassi car. Uh, right on, dude. He's uh, he's looking a lot better than what he did when he ran for, um, it was Smith-Peterson at the time. Exactly. Smith-Peterson at the time. Right. It wasn't no McLaren or Arrow. Um, and... and now, now, is that saying that was the team or the car, or is that saying, you know, it was Marcus? I, I think it was a combination of both in, in that situation. It Marcus, Marcus got a podium last year with he that did, team. He did, so. but he wasn't as consistent as he has been now with no, Ganassi. and I think that that is the team. Yeah. I, I, I do really think, I think you look at who's behind the scenes in that team. And Dario, you've got, that's all you got to say, Dario. And I don't know if Dario is just with Felix or if he's kind of progressing both of these guys. Um, I think Dario's the guy they all kind of go to and lean on, even Dixon. I mean, you know, because you figure Dario and Dixon were like teammates for years. Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, if there's times where Dixon's struggling or something, he'll go to Dario and be like, hey, man, you know. You got anything? What 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 can I do different to to you know make up the ground? You know, and that's where him and Dario will sit there and talk. I mean, what better person to lean on than multi time champ, race winning driver Dario Franchitti? Absolutely, there in, in multiple series at that. Yes. So um, I, I mean, very very good point there uh, is that the the back end of this man is is such a solid team right now. It is, it and that really Honda is. power there with them. Is is working fantastic. You look down the line, and you see 
Felix. Now, he's not having the best year. He he had that win then come Sunday, which was phenomenal. I mean, he out there, he, he really fought for it. And that's a guy, I mean, he is going to grind. Oh, yeah. He is going to push <clears throat> that car to its absolute limits. And and he's going to throw it into a spot where, where and we saw that in Texas, where Dixon, his teammate's not going to put it. The Iceman. Exactly. Where Felix got impatient. He went and tried to go above Hinch in Texas. He lost it. So Felix kind of learns a little. He reels it back. And, man, what did he, what he win that? Uh, do you remember? It was like four or five seconds, I think. He, yeah, he had a big He had a good him. lead there. But, you know, and then uh, to me, Road America suits Felix. It, it suits his driving style. You know, coming from, you know, Formula smooth, E and, and all the European right. because Road America was originally designed to run F1. Right. So, you know, it's a it's a four and a half mile long track. It's there. There's a lot of technical turns on Road America. You know, if anybody's ever been to Road America, or familiar with Road America, especially Canada Corner, that that turn right there bites so many people in the butt because you're you're honking, you're screaming, you're honking. coming down to Canada Corner, uh, uh. and then Canada <laughs> Corners, you know, a, a tight right hand ninety degree turn, <laughs> so you're downshifting on the brakes and <clears throat> and oh, you're yeah. trying to get through there, so. I, I really think that track suits his style, and I think that's going to do a lot of good things for Felix and build up his confidence. And I, I don't think that's the only win he's getting this year. I think no. there's going to be more. And and I want to keep going on Felix because if you look into this, you you look at that, then uh, um, uh, you you see like what is coming up. So you have, um, is there any? Yes, there is. Uh, Oh my goodness! What's the next one before Mid Ohio? Yes, we got Mid Ohio coming up. I think good, he's going to run good, good there run for Felix. I think he's going to run good there. May have somewhat of a struggle here at Indy. Come the five hundred, may have. He, he, I don't think he I got don't think that. He does. Uh, top ten uh, as long as he doesn't get caught up in something. That, last year he got caught up in something. He was looking for a top ten. I think he Felix is really. I don't think he fights to get for his a win. Confidence on the ovals. I don't think he fights for a win in the five hundred this year. Not this year, just yet. Not unless he's in the right place at the right time. You know, like if uh, a pit strategy, strategy and cycles out. And exactly. I can see that happening. But, but you look after the 500. That's and that's Felix's playground. Exactly. So, with that win, Felix is setting himself up. And I said it at the beginning of the year. I said it at the end of last year. Felix is going to set himself up this year for a, uh, a title shot. I think him and Scott go at it at the end of the year, and it comes down to Laguna Seca. It comes down to uh, uh, St. Pete is the final race of the year. Look at what Felix did last year. The only reason I'm going to disagree with that is, even though this is why I'm going to say that, is because what he's already done on the ovals, I think that's going to come back to haunt him for that championship And, and you're right. It, it very, that's and, the only thing I'm going to say on that. Besides that, I agree. Because his because bad finishes. the latter half of the season, I, Felix is going to string together some runs. You do have to hope, and everybody in the field has to hope, Dixon has a couple DNFs. You have to hope Dixon gets caught up in a couple accidents and, and, and ends up with a couple DNFs to, and if to that really happens, pull you through that to will, it. That will play right into Felix's game. So it, you look right now, and, and it's hard to say that the four guys, if, if you looked at a four-way battle for the end of the season, because we can almost start talking about that now. I mean, you really can. 
is you you look at it, you got uh, Felix, you've got Scott, you got Joseph, you got Simon. Those are the four. I think you want to throw a wild card in there. You got Graham Rahal fighting for it too. Graham Rahal, that was a wicked, uh, wicked accident there last week uh, on Sunday. Oh, Dad yeah. and I were watching that. I thought he was broken leg, something, uh, an inch over. And man, that, there's some damage there to Graham Rahal, but he he escapes luckily there. But Will and Power was a the, wrecking ball yeah. last week. Those would be the four names I would come up with too. But I, like I, think, I said, yeah, I think you do have to throw Graham in there as a wild card. Cause and you might even throw Marcus in there as a wild card. He's been consistent, but I don't think Marcus gets that win this year. That's my I, thing. See, I don't know because again, it had to go uh, on like, a strategy. Like, deal, like, I like think. you, like you said, you know, the latter half of the season plays into Felix's. You know, and Marcus is just that same type of driver. Exactly. So I can see Marcus getting that win this year. Right, and you are you, that. That is a good good point there. I agree there. So uh, let's comment here. Uh, Bill Roberts, DRG Gaming. Well, welcome, man. I'm I'm glad you you're liking what you see and uh, continue to watch. So we're gonna we're gonna continue to discuss some IndyCar. We're gonna get some NASCAR, some F1, so probably some i racing. So hang out. All over the board here, but uh, Newcastle, Indiana, in the house. Bill Cook, yay! Yeah, I knew that. He, man, that guy, he, he is such a good guy. He's on every broadcast. He, he's loving it. I love it. Thank you, Bill Cook, for so, tuning in. Let's uh, let's dive into this week's IndyCar racing doubleheader. Doubleheader at Iowa, short track. So real quick, let's two doubleheaders, two weeks in a row. They've ran five races in fifteen days. Exactly. These guys are starting to get a little worn out, and they're they're saying well, that's man, why they get a little bit of break before they go to Mid Ohio. This aero screen's hot, and you're battling the heat of the summer right you now. You see that duck they put on there now? Yep. And Graham said last night to to talk about that it was a little sandy in there. Yeah. You got a little gritty in that. Well, I mean, but short rather, track you're getting you know right. a lot of marbles and stuff like that, and it seemed like they were going so slow. I know they're not. What's up, bro? But the camera did you do you think that it was like they were only about half throttle that whole it was like uh, you're just used to seeing that some, car some shots it did look like they were slow. <laughs> You know, and, and I know they're not. Like and I these said. guys, uh, you know, at Iowa, they were doing a lot of work. You figure, uh, like we said, short track. So you know, they're downshifting in the turns, and then having oh, yeah. to shift back up coming in the straight. So you know, they're they're working on their tools in the car. Those drivers were really busy last night, and it's hot, and it's you, hot. and you have that aero <laughs> screen. But um, so talk. Speaking of the aero screen, Friday night, the 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 first race of the doubleheader. Um, I, I'm gonna tell you right now. If it wasn't for that arrow screen, Colton hurt his nose would have been right through VK's helmet. Oh, his neck, man! It yeah. would have absolutely. Or so, tire so or the arrow screen proved it. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And then you almost see a hurt get into the catch fence. Yeah, so, if he would have gotten the catch fence, it would have got ugly. But thank, thankfully, with that safer barrier, and you have like that eight foot gap. You know, between the actual, what we see is the wall on the track, but actually the wall sitting back about eight foot behind the safer barrier. So that little gap right there saved him from getting in the catch fence. Right. So now, here's my question. What the hell was Herta thinking? It's like, it looks like, a, that yeah. looked like eye racing right there. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to get this start. <laughs> well, they, they went into VK's cockpit, you know, on that start, and, and, and in all fairness... Him. VK did spin the tires, 
and okay. and had to you know get out of the throttle a little bit and get it to catch. So, and Herta had a run coming. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, but, here, but here's my thing. Now, I understand on starts. You know, I've been in that situation. You, you're you're up on the guy's back bumper. You're, you're trying to get as close to him as you can for that start and get by him. But you know, Herta kind of laid back and got a run going. Oh yeah, and didn't anticipate where you know somebody checked up, somebody spun on the start, whatever, like VK did, and that's what you get. But uh, now, I, I'm not blaming it all on VK. You know, part of it is his fault for spinning the tires. You know, you, you shouldn't do that. But I, I don't see VK back in that car next year. Whether and I don't know. I'm not even sure if he finishes out this year in that car. Carpenter's having an expensive season overall because then you look at uh, yesterday's race and Ed ends up uh, out of that race. Yeah. So that they're they're taking a hit come the 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 pocketbook on this one. So uh, it is. It's it's very. Uh, it's, it's becoming a very expensive season for them, and you begin to wonder is if you're Ed Carpenter. Should you put Connor Daly in that seat? Well, it's funny you mention that because I was just getting ready to discuss that. So Friday night qualifying, who gets the pull? Connor Daly, Daly for Carlin Racing. Yeah, I was going to say, not Carpenter. <laughs> who was the first person over there to congratulate him? Was it Carpenter? Ed Carpenter. Congrats, dude. Going, going to the opposing team oh, yeah. and went over there. And, the, you know, Ed's a classy guy, period. Right. If you've ever met Ed Carpenter, Ed Carpenter is a class act. I don't have a negative word to say about Ed Carpenter. He's a good guy. Um, but I, like you just said, I, I think you um, you go to Carlin and say, hey, um, I'll give you VK to finish out Connor's rides in your car. And, you know, I'll give you some money or something. But uh, I'm, I want Connor in my car full-time there's something dude. and i i think that's the smart decision for ed carpenter well, I mean, racing is to put connor daly in that car how many full more time. ovals do we have uh, i think for the most part outside of the 500 uh what two maybe so so really he's with carpenter yeah for most of the the rest of this season but like i said you you really begin to wonder if he made the right decision in in, in pulling because we saw in Texas, Ed Carpenter, very upset with VK. Yep. Visibly upset at oh, the end of that race. Livid. VK comes back, has a decent race the, the next week. Yeah. Now, he's he's kind of right back. He, he's showing that he's almost looking like Verstappen. In, in, he just wants to, it's it's checkers or wreckers. I mean, yeah. and, and you're not going to win. Yeah. And not, I mean, you could, but not running like you and, are and right as a now. Rookie, as a rookie, trying to maintain and keep a ride you don't want to be out there tearing stuff up every weekend no absolutely not and as a car owner you don't want a driver that's out there tearing stuff up every weekend nope so that relationship's not going to work out if it continues to be like it is and like we just said i i think ed goes and hey connor you're my guy um you're long as you can keep the because you notice ed's car was in connor's uh library this weekend the U.S. Air Force with the teeth on the nose and everything. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that deal come to Ed Carpenter Racing from Connor Daly. Hey, oh, absolutely, yeah, 100%. So as long as Connor can keep that <laughs> uh, sponsorship deal going, it, it, it's a win-win for Ed Carpenter in my mind. You put Connor Daly in that car full-time. Absolutely there. And, and I agree with Brandon here. He says VK needs a good mentor. It, it's that you go back to where, uh, where Rosenquist is. 
He's got the best mentor in uh, in uh, IndyCar right now. I, I think he can, Brandon, because I don't think uh, – I think his deal with Carlin and his deal year. with uh, Carpenter is only a one-year deal. So I think uh, that's why it was a, one of those partial deals because I think he got the deal with Carlin first, didn't he? And then he got the – No, Car- he got the Carpenter was, deal was first, it? and okay. then he got Carlin. Yeah, because yeah, he was looking for a full, right. full-time full deal, and then Carpenter came to him to run the, the uh, road courses. What up, Jay Stump? So um, – uh, we look into we're, we're looking down the paddock here in IndyCar. We, we've talked about Ganassi. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. Let's talk about Andretti. That's exactly what I was going to go to. We so, talked about Honda Power. Out, That's what I was going to. And let's start out with Ryan Hunter Ray. Friday night, <laughs> you come into the pits, you come out, you bang second gear, you spin it, you hit the wall, <laughs> you keep going. <laughs> so then we'll advance to last night. You come out of the pitch, you hit second gear, you spin it, you bang the wall, and you're out of the race. <laughs> I mean, you look like a total rookie. And uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Michael. Not happy there. No. You, you seen when they – if that mask wouldn't have been on, you could have actually seen his facial expression. Oh, yeah. You, no, you would have said what he – you would have seen what he said. Yeah. <laughs> there would have been no facial expression. But you could just tell words. by the eyes that he oh, yeah. was not happy. So, and then you, you look at it. And and it's not a Honda deal, because that's what I'm I'm looking down the thing, Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan, running solid right now. Ganassi Honda Power Ganassi top of the board Honda Power. What's going on in Andretti? Andretti looks you've got garbage five this cars. year. You've you, got five. I cars. think that's his problem. I think he is spread too thin. I I think you're trying to, you know, be this big entity in IndyCar. I think if you want to go out and win races and win championships, you need to go to a three-car team and leave it at that. Not even a one-off there with that? Maybe maybe in like Indy. Like Indy, you throw gotcha. in another car, another two cars. But I, I think you're, you're trying to, you know, it, it's like if you have a, a raft and it springs a leak. You put a patch on it. Okay, it springs a leak over here. You're putting a patch over here. You know, here's another leak. You're putting a patch over here. I, I just think you're you're trying to do all this with this five-car team, and, and it shows in your performance. Rossi has not performed good all year. He didn't have a bad weekend this weekend. Um, Two top tens. Right. Um, Hurt has been hit and miss. Uh, Ryan Mar- Hunter-Ray. Marco does what Marco does. Um, and then Ryan Hunter-Ray. I mean – I honestly think if you had a three-car team, you would see Rossi up there competing for a championship. And then you know that I'm not a Rossi fan, but I think that he's, he's struggling. He's a driver. Yeah. So there is something going on behind the scenes. And Brandon asked the same question I was just about to. Three cars, who do you pick? I take Rossi, Herda, Herda and And I find me another Veach. driver. Yeah, Veach. There you go. I think I go Rossi Hurt Yeah, because I forgot to mention Veach when we were talking about the driver. Because then you got Marco and Ryan Hunter Ray that are that are gonna see their wayside, or, or even Harvey, because Harvey's part of that that uh, kind of that one off team. So and Harvey's uh, Harvey's been driving, dude. <laughs> he Harvey has, has been driving. But I I think Veach is that guy on that team, and we saw Texas. We saw him really, and I'm excited to see um, that kind of that full out throttle because he didn't Veach didn't have a good weekend here at Iowa but no I think that short track racing here it was 
was a different thing here for these guys. They, Dude, that that track right there is Joseph Newgarden's playground. It is, yeah, he, 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 exactly. It, it's it, his playground. Right, he, he takes to that track like a duck takes to water. So, and, and maybe if Harvey's not in the position he is, he is because I just think Harvey puts it in places he doesn't need to. He he's kind of one of those guys. He's gonna he's gonna gun it there because that spot's open, which I'm not taking it away from me because it's open. And I think he, I think part of that is, and the reason he does that sometimes, that's like any other driver that's in a, you know, a small team like that looking to secure a a, a bigger ride maybe or bigger sponsors. They're gonna take those risks to try to get that better result because. They know that's what they have to do to get that result. Right. And and that's what Herta did last year. I mean, we saw him do those things, and it, it worked out for him. And uh, I just don't know if it's really working out too well. I mean, we've seen Harvey have some some good finishes, but at the end of the day, he's, he's had a couple DNFs, too. Herta's kind of like the Leclerc of IndyCar. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put that there. <laughs> but uh, so I, I don't know. I think I think Veach has shown that that – glimpse of that driver that that could be but i don't think, I think they're a, giving him i think he's a great guy i don't think they're giving him the opportunity in that team though he's that data collector he's yeah, that I, you know what i can see that too because like we said with the five car team you're gonna have that you're you're spread too thin you know if you're bringing a rookie into a five car team how are you really gonna have the time or the mentoring to uh really progress and bring this rookie driver along you don't because you got four other teams you got to worry about. Hey, absolutely, yep, hundred percent there. So. so I think that's where Veach has struggled since he's been at Andretti. You know, because Michael doesn't have the time to go over there and mentor him. No. Uh, you know, you used to have uh, Brian Herta, which is Colton's dad. Right, but where do you think he's putting? He's, his- he's in <laughs> Colton's pit now for <laughs> right. everything. So you know, you, you already have now. You have that young driver, Colton. Which Veach has already been there a few seasons. I, I think if you take and put Veach at like um, a Ganassi or um, maybe even in a, or, uh, a Ray Hall Letterman Lanigan, because okay. I think they need a third car. I really do. You know, Sato's getting up there in years and he's not going to be around, what, maybe another year, maybe year or two, two. I can see, yeah. So y- y- you got to start looking. Yep, I agree there. So, um, yeah, just overall though, uh, a good w- weekend in racing. Penske takes out the broom and uh, brings the the. Switch. Let's let's talk <laughs> about that. Pagano last to first <laughs> and last to third. Yeah, <laughs> it's like wow, dude. You uh, you know, I think Newgarden would have won Friday night if it wouldn't have been for that yellow, and yep. he got kind of hung out. He definitely had the fastest car. I mean, he proved that last night. Oh yeah, and I knew he was going to win last night because I knew he was pissed. After oh, losing Friday, yeah. <laughs> that's an understatement there. So I knew he was going to come out on a mission last night, and he did. And can can anybody stop Joseph Newgarden at Iowa? That's a, it, it's like you said. I mean, that's his playground there, man. He sees that on the schedule, and he's just like, heck yeah, there's a win. Baby. And uh, what, what's the the female commentator for uh, IndyCar? She was uh, interviewing him and said, Joseph, you know. Uh, you know why? Why are you so good at Iowa? He goes, you know. I, he goes, I really don't know, but I wish I could put it in a bottle and take it to every track every with track. me. Yeah, exactly. No joke. I bet you would. And, and that's like what the uh, Paul Tracy and those guys were talking about yesterday. Is it's not just with Penske that he's been good here. 
No. He was good with Carpenter here. Yeah. He was good with, uh, Sarah. with Fisher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, that <laughs> the only one to stop Joseph is Joseph. You're exactly right. <laughs> or a yellow flag. <laughs> See, well, seeing I, I don't know. They're at, uh, at Iowa, yeah. But, I mean, you saw Dixon coming up there. Yeah. Dixon was going to make a, a move, but that's where I think Dixon's – uh, he needs that longer track. He needs that flat out style of racing. That's that really fits into him or that that uh, road course. But uh, as far as the oval comes, I think Dixon's better at the the super speedways, if you will, of the the Indy car. He just has that 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 awareness, man. That that knowledge. He of does where you're at on the track, and you know you, you you put those cars on a short track, and everything happens so fast. Yep. I mean, you got to think. Everything split second. And if you make that wrong decision, how often are you not around another car? That's the other thing. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and let's, here's another thing I want to discuss, too. You know, you, you've seen uh, Alexander Rossi, you know, both nights had decent runs, but they were talking about, cause, uh, I believe it was Friday night when he had a chance to battle for the lead. Mm-hmm. And uh, Paul, kept, you know, you heard PT kept saying, you know, Rossi stays down on the bottom. He won't get up in that upper groove. He goes, you need to be able to get up in that upper groove and get a run. He goes, Rossi will not come up off the bottom. So I, I don't know what it is with Rossi and why he won't come up off the bottom. Maybe he's scared to get up in that upper groove. Bit him too many times before. Or something. I, I don't know. Maybe but, that but, car wasn't handling up there for him. But I, I agree with what PT was saying because you watched all these other guys when they were making passes. They were getting a run on the outside. Now, if they were by themselves coming into the turn, they were coming high, and then they were dropping it low, kind of apexing it and then going back high. But Rossi, just if he was with another car, he would not get outside. He'd just stay down low. Right. And, and like you said, that momentum, you wouldn't think. I mean, these cars have acceleration, yeah, but when you're going side by side the same speed, you got to start using momentum. You do. It, it, you it do. turns into a dirt street stock where you've got to use that outside momentum to, to go. You do. So, yeah, I mean, another great weekend of IndyCar racing. I, I, I have no complaints, really. Absolutely there. So, so uh, uh, what do you want to jump into next? NASCAR? Did we already talk F1? No, we haven't talked F1. So, you, you go uh, last weekend, we, like I said, the first. Uh, 60 laps 60 so laps kind of got like that mid-pack racing and then all of a sudden <laughs> lando norris man hits the boosters he's a stud hits the boosters man and just ignites it and, and just flies up the field he he's goes from stud. like eighth 17 seconds back to to like fifth i think it was very finished I mean, just taking prisoners on the way, dude. It was absolutely incredible watching him run up through the field in those last 10 laps. Not to try to fast forward, I'm I'm anxious for next season because I can't wait to see Norris and Danny Rick yeah. together. I think that relationship's going to be great. Yep. Because Danny Rick's a, he, he's a clown. Oh, he, yeah. He, he likes to have fun and everything like that. And, and you know, Lando's a young kid, and he you've seen him do some goofy stuff, too. Oh, he likes to have fun. Yeah, so yeah. I think those two, that relationship's going to be great, and I think McLaren next year is going to have a great one-two punch. Absolutely. And and right now, I mean, not to, to jump back and forth, but we see McLaren fight today. Yeah. Sane's getting points. Uh, I'm not sure if Norris got into the, the points today or not, but still, I mean, these guys are fighting Ferrari right now. 
I mean, McLaren yeah. is fighting Ferrari yeah. right now for for third. That's yeah. in, very impressive. For a while there, they were fighting Red Bull for second. I mean, it, it, it could really stick out like that because Albon is not – I mean, you, you've got the car. You're doing better than Gasly was in this this – the the big team Red Bull car, but you're still not out there performing like I really thought you would. Now, granted, you were going for a win and Hamilton took you out, but outside of that race there in Austria, I don't think you really had a a solid run. Like today, I think what he finished like seventh or eighth. Who Albon? Albon. He finished fifth. Did, okay, okay. So he got into the top five today. So North didn't get in the points today. I didn't think so. 13th. 13th there. So he had a rough day. He was back in the back. And, and a lot of these guys had to change tires. So they pit on lap two here today because they go from those uh, wets to the slicks Yep, like that. So really interesting to see guys pit on lap two. Um, but that starts uh, the run. And then we see Haas kind of make a... Uh, Dude, Magnuson was up in like... Third. Third. He was sitting third in Grosjean Grosjean fourth. Yeah. So I was like, I didn't have my glasses on at the time. <laughs> I looked up there. I was like, ah, that's not right. So I go grab my glasses, put those on. I was like, wow. <laughs> right? Where did they end up finishing today? Because I think um, Haas got a point. They got two points. They both finish in the? No, Magnuson finished ninth. So okay. it's a two-point position. Go. And then uh, Grosjean ended up finishing 15th, wrecking okay. Romain, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, still, so that's, I mean, showing promise there uh, because. Better than what they have been because it's, it's been horrific. Did Leclerc get a top 10? No. So Ferrari only scores the one. Uh, they got points, eight points. Eight points with Vettel. Vettel. Got six. Did Vettel still get the top time? Because I know Vettel was on top of the board with the top time. Does it show it on there? Yeah, it doesn't show it on okay. there. Okay. So it that's, that's something I have points. to check there. Okay, so. Uh, there you go, Ferrari man having a rough and really starts to make you wonder. You had this engine that was impounded last year. You were fast last year. This year you're not on pace with last year's car. No, not at all. F1 doesn't make you say what's up. Something's up here. But you know, let's let's break down that Ferrari team real quick. You know, and I, I know you're a big fan. I'm not sold on him yet. Le- Leclerc, just, he hasn't proved it to me yet. You know, you look at last weekend, what a stupid idiot move you pulled. Oh. That was that was stupid. <laughs> that was absolutely stupid. <laughs> That's right. When I said uh, caption this, somebody put it the best with it in this Charles Leclerc voice. He's I'm like, stupid. I'm so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what were you thinking? Uh, that was the uh, Verstappen Daniel Ricardo incident at Red yeah. Bull right there. That is exactly when you look at that. That is no different than Verstappen just going whoo, right into the back of Ricardo that yep. day. Yep. <laughs> I mean seriously. But uh, and and then you take this weekend, and, and we'll, we'll we'll break down you know Ferrari and dude Vettel goes out there and does what he needs to do. Leclerc didn't look so good again. And, and at first it didn't look like Vettel was going to be able to do that. Uh, they had that rough uh, pit stop there, mm-hmm. and they held them. It's like, go, go, send them. What are you just standing around here for? So uh, interesting there to see that. But, yes, he does. He, what he, he got fourth there, right? Sixth. Sixth, okay. So uh, ends up sixth place there today, and, and he needs something. He does. But I think he needs a little more than that. I, he needs a podium. I mean, He does. He the, does. 
He he really needs to get. We've seen Leclerc in one podium position this this season with mm-hmm. that second place finish, um, but man, I I just think it really makes you wonder what's going on behind the scenes there. Yeah, there's there's more than what they're telling us, and then so with with Ferrari, you're you're struggling right now. Your your car is not where it needs to be. Your your car is not competitive, and I'm, I hate to say it because I'm a Ferrari fan. But your car is not competitive. I think the only reason that you got a sixth place today was because of Sebastian Vettel. He drove the wheels off that car today. And like I said, he did what he needed to do. And and he drove that car for everything it had. But uh, so then you advance to next year. You're not going to have Vettel. You're going to have Leclerc and Sainz. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm not real sure if you don't put Sainz as your number one driver. I, I think it's that situation next year where it's kind of like McLaren this year, where you're not going to s- clearly state that Sainz is your number one driver. It's kind of assumed. It's kind of uh, um, implied that. But at the same time, you don't want to take away from Leclerc that competitive edge or that, that uh, um, maybe well, that slight bit of ego that you do need in that's F1. Maybe, what you, maybe you need to knock him down just a little bit because some of these moves he's making – you know, like last weekend, that move, you, you you totally screwed your team out of making any kind of points. Oh, that was a hard week, too. So, you know, that's those decisions right there, you're not thinking about the big picture. Right. You're just trying to be a hero move real quick, thinking, okay, I'm Charles Leclerc. I'm gonna get here. And- <laughs> yeah, I'm Charles Leclerc. I wish I wish I had a better camera zoomed in. I'm Charles Leclerc. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> And you just shove it in there where you shouldn't have been. Right. No, I'm with you there. But and I'm not saying the kid doesn't have potential to be great. He does. But you just need to start thinking about your actions better. Yep. No, I'm I'm, I'm with you there. Absolutely. You got to start really trying. And at the, the end of the day, it's like you do have to put a little bit of that team into perspective. Because you, you do run for a team. You run with a team. So you you do have to play that. But it, it, he's that's where he needs to figure out that. Uh, um, I mean, you look down the line, that that wouldn't have worked with, uh, say, he was Kimi's teammate. That wouldn't have worked. <laughs> no, because Kimi had come in the pitch and choked him. Exactly. Exactly. So It would have been like uh, Homer and Bart. You had to see him. <laughs> Why, you little? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So I, I I do. I think that's uh, where we see that. But. Uh, okay, we'll talk <laughs> about that, Brandon. The Botas jump. Yes, he did jump. I mean, if you watched it, he clearly jumped. He he rolled and then he stopped and, and then the light you, went green. Right. That's what we but saw with Vettel. Move, but if you move, that's a jump. What was it? Spa last year? Yep. When you saw Vettel, just give that little yep that little bump right there. That, and if you move out, if you roll out of that box whatsoever. That's a jump. Right, exactly. Even though he stopped and waited, he still jumped. Yep. So and that's uh that, that is the it's a tricky thing. That's what I really do like about the standing starts, man. They're, I love them. They're not I an easy em. that I mean you talk about excitement. I just love watching cars that one car that's always going, "All right, I can do this." Whoa! <laughs> just slides off for there's, there's, <laughs> We haven't seen a good one in a while, but you know, I can remember back in like um, the Alonzo days when they're ramping each or, other, or the Schumacher <laughs> days. I mean, 
First turn was melee. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. First turn and F1 back then remind me of a rugby match. Right, <laughs> right. So have we talked since Alonzo was announced to Renault? Uh, no, but before we get to that, um, or no. Yeah, let's get to that. So Alonzo is going to Renault. We talked about this early in the year. We kind of stepped away and said, you know what, I, I don't really – See this happening because that bridge may be burnt. And I thought that that relationship was kind of on the outs because the last time that Alonzo did run for Renault, he kind of badmouthed the power plant. And, right. <laughs> but I, from what I read, the relationship stayed pretty good. And this is Alonzo's third time in a Renault. It's the only time an F1 driver has gone three stints with one team. Mm -hmm. So uh, interesting to see how this all plays out here. Interesting to see how Alonzo is going to get along with, the, how do you say his name? Cyril or? Cyril. Whatever the dude's uh, name is, the president over. Oh, I'm going to tell you this much. You know, we, we've watched the, the Netflix series and seen Cyril and how he talks to the drivers. Right. He's <laughs> not, not going to talk to Alonzo like that. No. Not you know what? Alonzo will go take his helmet, put it in his bag, <laughs> take his shoes off. See you guys later. It was nice knowing you. Appreciate Alonzo will not deal with that. Appreciate the I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if he does come at Alonzo like that, Alonzo will come right back at him like that. Alonzo's not scared of these guys. Absolutely. Right, no, not at all. So that is something uh, I, I look forward to. And, and it'll be interesting to see how Ocon works with him. If, if Ocon is smart, he's going to sit back in the wing. He's going to learn as much as he can by watching. He should. By sitting back and watching that guy do whatever he can. He should pay attention to... Alonzo's routine every time he gets Absolutely. in and out of that car, and you should practice to do the same routine. Yep. I mean, you adjust it to how you are and everything, but still, you, you see that. And, and I mean, Alonzo's a world champ, multi-time world champ. You know, he's he's won at about every track. He's won in different series. Uh, I mean, there's there's no hiding that I. I'm all about some Fernando Alonso. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I hope that um, you know they can they can get their issues worked out at Renault. They're starting to look a little, a little better. Uh, I mean, Danny Ricks had some good runs. Say, past Ricardo's couple weeks starting ago. to look a little better in that. Uh, I, I think he'd be a lot better in that McLaren right now. But uh, it's neither here nor there. He's black and yellow right now, and he's doing what he can to. But you have to look at it this way too: bringing Alonso in. Yes, you can say Danny Rick's a veteran driver in that car, but he's only driven the Red Bull besides the Renault. Absolutely. And Alonzo's driven. Alonzo's been with all. He's driven Ferrari. He he drove McLaren. And he's, he's been through a lot of many changes yes, on that car, too. He's been through different, yeah, right, you said different styles of the car. So Alonzo's going to come in. He's going to be able to give you mega feedback. Dramatic changes. Like I, I'm trying to, I, I'm looking back at his first car in my head. Man, that that front wing is nothing 
like it is now. They was, got the diffuser that, back then. Was that the tear wing? Exactly. Where it was all like, yep. <laughs> so uh, there is, and, and the nose sat up here, and the wing come down. Yeah, yep, exactly. So I mean, you you got a. I like those cars. Drum- oh yeah, and it sounded fantastic. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that was the best sounding car in in F one, I think. Uh no, because uh, when they had the V twelves. Oh, see, I I had to listen back because that was a V ten, wasn't it? Uh, I think it might have been a V ten. I think it was twelves. <laughs> but so, I remember going out to the Speedway the first year we had F1 because you know I've been F1 fan for years. Like I gotta see these cars. I right. gotta see them <laughs> coming down that main straightaway in between those walls. I mean those things howl like a banshee. I mean they just scream. You had to put your fingers in your ears because they were so loud. <laughs> yeah. I mean they wrapped those motors like eighteen thousand RPM. That's insane. Yeah, that's you're you are uh, uh, whistling. Yeah, you're not howling. You're whistling. That <laughs> point is a very loud whistle. So uh, no, uh, I, I am interested to see, and especially what can Alonzo do. I wish he was five years younger. And the reason I say that because I wish you could progress through this uh, new car. Yeah, and really put it out there. And I wish Hamilton was five years younger for that matter. I don't. Just to see, well, I want to see what he could do with an even car, if you will. That's why I really wish Hamilton I've never those guys been a Hamilton fan. Were, I've never been a Hamilton but fan. But he's a driver. You can't he take is. that I'm, away I'm from him. I'm not taking nothing away from him, guy. Not taking nothing away from him whatsoever. Lewis is one of the best that's ever been in an F one car. You cannot deny that. But I just I I just something about him. <laughs> I think uh you and a, a lot of other people would agree with that. It's, you, you love them or you hate them. It's very and, few and that's, people. And that's a lot of F1 drivers. I mean, there's always <laughs> right. been, you know, those drivers like, man, I don't like that guy whatsoever. That's like <laughs> when Montoya. I couldn't stand Montoya. Right. I thought he was the biggest pompous <laughs> yeah. ass. <laughs> I didn't like Montoya either at all. I didn't like him in IndyCar. No. I didn't like him in F1. I didn't like no. him in NASCAR. No. So, no, a- absolutely, I agree with you there. But, uh, um so it, it'll be interesting to see that dynamic, like I said, between those guys. But uh, down the line, we're still hearing rumors of Sebastian Vettel in the paddock next year, which kind of blows my mind because where at that point, are you really going to kick Perez out? I would. You know Stroll's not going anywhere. I would. But you know what? You look at the results here lately. Take today, for instance. Stroll's outperforming Perez. Stroll is outperforming Perez. Perez got that, didn't he? Uh, did he land a podium? Perez landed a podium. Um, okay, so one podium versus all the the points, paying positions that Stroll's had. I'll I'd take Stroll's performance over Perez's. And he might have that that uh, up and up and coming, if you will. Perfect. But let me look at the points on this. <laughs> it'd be interesting to see because I really think Perez in a in an evenly matched car is going to be. A, uh, excuse me, a force to be reckoned right, with out well, there. I, I take that back. Perez is actually sixth in points and Stroll's eighth in points, four points behind him. So, I mean, they're close. But I think the only reason that he's sixth is in that, points at one podium. Right. So, uh, I mean, they're, they're in a, a solid car no, this year. He's at, hold on here. I don't understand what they're putting down here. Did he not get that podium? I thought he did. Well, but see, look. 
two season podiums. Saying eight podiums. Is that eight podiums in two seasons? Because I don't remember getting any podiums last no, year. No, it would be eight total. In his career? Yeah. Yeah, because he's a solid driver. Perez is a solid driver. But if I guess if you look down the line, the only person I see stepping out of a car right now outside, if Perez would get the boot for Vettel, would be Perez going to Haas in exchange for Grosjean. I could see that. And Grosjean being out. But I've also heard talks of Hulkenberg maybe coming back too. And <laughs> you look down, it's like, where are you going to go? He came in and he went into a sports car over there yeah. in uh, – Overseas, I can't remember. Was it one of the V8s? That's or? a good-looking car, too. It really was. That black and orange. Uh, yeah, a Lambo, was wasn't it? I think it was. Is it a Lambo or a McLaren? You know, it was a Lambo or a Ferrari, and I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't think it was a Ferrari, so I'm, I'm going to say it was, it was a Lambo. Lambo. Yeah, but yeah, so, black, orange, and white. That yeah, was good-looking. <laughs> that looks sharp there. But so. I just, I, I don't think you can, I don't think Vettel's done. I don't I think, think so think that either. he's unhappy in the current situation he's in. Right. Because I think ever since that Ferrari's brought Shaw Leclerc in, <laughs> he's just got kind of pushed to the side, and they, they've they made it obvious that, you know, Leclerc's their boy. Right. So I, I think Vettel, whoever he gets with, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder to stomp that Ferrari in the ground. So, and you take a team like Racing Point, why wouldn't you want to bring Vettel in there over Perez? Vettel's ran there again. You got Vettel's ran different cars. He is a world champion. Mm -hmm. He's won several races. And then you're going to put him in Mercedes Power. You're going to put him in last year's Silver Arrow. I mean, that car is strong. That's a good car. Oh, and that's proven. Absolutely. So you take, and if I was, you know, Big Daddy Stroll, <laughs> what better way to help develop that car than bring a veteran driver like Verstappen in there? Right. You make him your number one, obviously. And I think he's going to get you some podiums and possibly some wins. It's a good possibility there. So, uh, I, I mean, we'll wait and see how everything comes out. I, I, I mean, people are still talking to oh, Vettel. Yeah. And it's just a, a matter of does he want to go and kind of really fight his way like he's doing right now in the Ferrari kind of because that's your first year or two that's what you're going to be doing there yeah but I think here here's my thing you know when he come into Red Bull Red Bull was kind of um they weren't they were about like how Racing Point is right now they had the, the car up. that had the potential they just needed to get that driver in there and and further develop that car Vettel come into Red Bull at a great time I can't remember who his teammate was. To be, uh, the Canadian, wasn't it? Canadian. Oh, God. I thought it was the Canadian dude. Coltair. David Coltair. Oh, David Coulthard? Yeah. No, nah, I don't no. think it was Coulthard. I don't remember who it was. Oh, I'd have to look that one up. That one, I'm not 100% sure. Cause I but anyways, back then. so, you know, you, you had a good team there, and I... I I would take Vettel over Perez. If it was me and my team and I'm trying to get to the next level, I would definitely take Vettel over Perez. And, I mean, he has shown more. Like, he's he's won titles. So, yeah, it's hard not to. I think if you get him to where he's happy again, I think that's the biggest point. When we seen, when we seen his meltdowns last year and stuff like that, I, I don't think it's anything personal. I think it's he's unhappy at Ferrari. 
He knows that car is not there. He knows he's bringing a knife to a gunfight every weekend. Right. So, and he's used to being in winning cars. Right. No, and you are correct there. So, uh, is there any other F1 news that you can uh, think of? I think we can uh, wrap it, bag it, and stamp it, and ship it up the door. There you go. Bag it, tag it. And now we are on to the NASCAR. Next. We'll say NASCAR, but first let's hop over to some news you shared this week. Kind of threw me off guard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was like, whoa. So Tony Stewart and some other big Ray Everham. Yep. Going out and creating. I'm going to look at it as kind of like an IROC series right now. Yeah. But they're going to compete with NASCAR. Yeah, it's it's going to be what, an eight-race series, was it? Eight-race series, dirt and asphalt. And they already have a TV deal with CBS. Yep. So the whole season is going to be aired. All short tracks. All short tracks. Like I said, dirt, asphalt, and here's the big kicker. And, and all people, Ray Everhand doing this. A big setup. <laughs> and he's designing all the cars. I'm good with that. I am too. <laughs> but, like, all of all people, like, how many people, like, you better be the dude on inspections, Ray, because you're doing a fix Lee. You would be the first person to be over there grinding on something. I, I like the idea, though, because. Oh, 100%. Like, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. We were discussing that article on Facebook, and uh, he was saying you know, about the fix setup. I said, you know, I like the fix setup. It takes the car out of the equation. Then it makes it driver versus driver. Right. You know, you can't go in and say, oh, you know, if I would have put another round of camber in it and she'd have turned better. Ain't none of that. Right. Now, was the IROC series, was that a fixed series back then? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, okay. I, I think, you you know, you had a, one guy that would go out and drive the car and put a setup on it and okay. say, okay, here's the setup. We're all running. And it wasn't none of the drivers in the series. Now, I know you could come in and change tires and stuff like that. Right, absolutely. I, I don't, your tire I don't, pressure, something yeah. like that. But, hey, those little things, That's I'm, I'm good with that because that, you do have – it's a team sport still. It's not just a one-man one man show out there. Right. So I'm okay with that. But, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to this, I think. And, and if it wasn't these two guys behind the scenes doing this together – I don't think it, it it gets the the notoriety it has. I don't think it gets uh, unless you had Dale Jr. in the equation. Uh, right, but he is so tied with NASCAR. I don't see him moving over there. No, I, that's, I, that's I NASCAR's see, golden boy exactly, right there. I don't see him moving over. But what I do see is Tony Stewart and Ray here in a year or two, really competing with NASCAR. Oh yeah, and, and giving them a hey, bring me some short track race, and I want to see it, baby. Let's get them out here at IRP. Let's get IRP going again. Right. Because when they took the uh, what is now the Xfinity Series, because it used to be and the Kroger here. 200 out at IRP on the short track, that was a great Saturday night race. Now, I'm not going to say that Xfinity race wasn't great this year. No, I'm not saying but that. when they went around the, the You can have both. Yeah. Right. No, absolutely. You can have both. But, yeah. Because the, the, I was out at IRP when Carl Edwards got his first win in a truck out there. Right. I was there. But that's what I, I'm kind of excited to see these bigger names, too. Uh, well, we, we really don't know the drivers. You know. You know. And here's where NASCAR, I wonder if they're a little bit worried because that name, he owns a team. Who? Stewart. Oh, yeah. Are those four drivers going to come along into this series? Is Kevin Harvick going to leave NASCAR? Uh, Is Clint Boyer going to leave NASCAR? Not yet. 
Now, I'm the Boyer, I could see that. I could see Boyer. Because Boyer, Boyer is a short track dirt racer. Exactly. I could see Boyer being that big face of this, this new series. I didn't think of that. That's a very good point. Yep, 100%. That's a very good point. Who else could go? Christopher Bell. Yeah. You look over there. But Are I don't gonna... think Bell would do it yet because he's under contract. Okay, who's the the young guy in there? Young, uh, look at Deegan. Is yeah. Deegan gonna maybe not NASCAR now? Haley, is she gonna progress through into this series? Because you you look down the line, and Tony's got his his All Star series with the the dirt. Sprints. The only thing or the only thing that would keep Haley doing what she's doing is she's under contract with Ford. Ford, but you I mean you don't think Ford's gonna be part of this? Yeah, see, they haven't, they haven't, they haven't said. It's hard to not think it's going to be Ford. They haven't said what the power plant's going to be. Like, yeah, but it's it's hard to say it's not going to be Mopar because Ray Everham and Dodge really had a good relationship. Yeah, but you you look at what Stewart's running now, and but it's not just Stewart; it's Everham designing the cars. You're right. You're right. (laughs) So, yeah, I guess that's a good way to to look at that there too. So, I'm very excited to see uh, much more information come out about this series here. You know NASCAR right now is going, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And you got a lot and of those old NASCAR fans that are leaving NASCAR right now, and they're going to hop on this 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 wagon. And you know quick. what NASCAR did to answer their announcement of that series? They put true glow lights underneath the cars Wednesday night. Yeah. I think that was kind of cool. I thought it was stupid. I think that's kind of cool. I thought that was dumb as shit. <laughs> I think that's kind of cool. Not going to lie there. I, I do think. I, I was mean, like, are you kidding me right you, now? You look back, that's like when Bush did the burnouts. I thought that was cool. I did. I thought I thought that was neat. Uh, uh, is it necessary? No. By no means is it necessary. That's, you know what they're doing? Oh, they're reaching. Absolutely. 100%. 100% they're reaching out there. But I, I, I think you, you got to do something here because you, you are. You're about to lose a good amount of fans to this, this short track racing deal. And then, like I said, so does Larson jump yeah. into this deal? Yeah. 100%. 100% yeah. Larson. So you got Boyer, Larson. I mean, you're going to see some guys in this uh, that. Uh, um, Dude, and then, you know who else we could see in this? Because, see, this opens the door for a lot of things. What about Brandon Shepard? 100%. 100%. I mean, you you could see, I mean, a lot of these guys that, because, uh, like, I don't know if it's half and half. I don't think it's four four dirt, four asphalt. Is no, it? I think that, they're just kind of. Maybe two dirts or something like that. Cause I, don't I, I don't know really how mean, they're going to select the drivers either. They really haven't said that. Right. But they said big names. Yeah. Uh, they're saying big names, so that's why I'm saying. Okay, so Brandon Shepard's a huge oh, name in the dirt world. 100%. But, uh, Kyle Larson, huge name. I, Clint Boyer, those huge Those are the two name. that I really see is Clint Boyer, Kyle Larson right there. Once I saw that, or uh, not Kyle Larson, but uh, Clint Boyer is what I – because you look, and, and maybe Stewart wants to run both of these guys. Yeah. So – do you have so he wants to run NASCAR team? So maybe all four or Bubba Pollard. I saw that. So uh, what if you you do open that seat in NASCAR, and Clint comes into this series, that leaves you that that seat open in NASCAR. We've talked about needing that open seat. Maybe somebody does step into that, but also maybe Stewart schedules this to run with NASCAR, so you can do both. And we see a lot of these drivers kind of do. Both I don't want to see that. 
I don't want to see that. You don't want to see the same drivers from NASCAR nope. running this series. Nope. You want to see some of these. I want to see. I, you know, if you're going to do this series and do it right to where you're going to draw a bunch of people in, you, you go out and you get, you know, like I said, you get your Brandon Shepherds, you get your Bubba Pollards, you get, you know, you get some of these guys. Uh, I think Boyer's there for sure. You take, um, you go out to Speedrome, get one of the Tunnies, take one of the Tunnies and put one of them in one of the cars. I mean, you get some of these studs that are out here on these local short tracks, and you go and get those guys and put them in the mix and, and give them their shot. There's Majeski. There you go. Run over there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's a big. That would be a big shot for Majeski and something like that to to really show that. Because I think we could see a Hayden Cardwell in this series. <laughs> you're exactly right there. I mean, it, it, you really. That's could. what this series should be about if you're going to do it and do it right. You're right. No, I, I agree with you there, but you're gonna, uh, you're you're always oh, gonna. Brooks have... says it's only six races. Gotcha. I thought it was eight there. I as well, thought it but, was eight. Um, the uh, like, like I said, you are gonna see obviously though some of these drivers from NASCAR. Maybe they're not happy with NASCAR, and they're gonna come over. And with that's this fine, as well. but I don't want to see them hop out of their cup cars and go here and run these short track cars and jump back in their cup cars. Just because they I got don't think that, this right. series should be about that. I'm with you. If you want to watch that shit, watch NASCAR. Right. No, I'm with you there. So, yeah, and who else? I'd love to see Bush run some dirt races, but I, I'm with you there. I'd like to there. see either one of the Bush exactly. boys. Exactly. That's what I, I would agree with that. So, um, but that, you know, that I think really kind of took the, the floor away from NASCAR this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Most definitely. I'm excited to see uh, that that series really progress and, and see how that goes because I w- we were just talking last week or two weeks ago. We'd love to see an IROC series back. Mm-hmm. And now you've got that, uh, I'm not going to say, is it an IROC series? No, but you. It, it's Santino something. Santino Ferrucci. Would okay. Ferrucci maybe mm-hmm. do an eight or a six series? So maybe you do see kind of those IndyCar guys, Connor Daly, make a run for uh, something like that as well. I, and I can see that, but like I said, I, I don't want to see all these superstars or big names from other series come into it. You know, I can see if they're on their way out of NASCAR, like Boyer, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, Larson, of course, is out of NASCAR. He's running sprints and midgets, so it's a what better way to put in, in there Larson. for him? Uh, and like we said, Brandon Shepard, Bubba Pollard. You know, some of these guys, you know, you take some of these grassroots stars. Like I said, they're out on your local short tracks, guys that you see week in, week out. I, I don't want to see it be, you know, uh, Bush and Earnhardt and uh, this guy and that guy. I don't want to see that shit. Here's a question for you. This is a name that uh, got a shot there but didn't perform to the, his his ability of what I thought he could. And kind of stepped it back onto the dirt side. Rico. Could yeah. Rico perform in this series in that short track style in a stock car? Let's find out. That's exactly. what I like to see. That, exactly. That's that. The, I, I do. I, I agree there. I think that could be I a, would rather uh, see that than 15 NASCAR Cup guys go get in these cars and run. Right. I don't want to no, see that. I'm with you there. I, I, yeah, I, I would agree with that there. But uh, I, I think just because of who he is, he is going to bring some of those names over with him. So, uh, at least for these first few years. But I think this is, like you said, it, it, it is a uh, a great uh, and a very interesting way to – maybe this is what NASCAR needed to get what back about, to what it is. What about Ken Schrader? 
He's out there tearing it up on the dirt track still. I was going to say uh, Wallace. <laughs> Rusty? Kenny. Kenny. Why not? <laughs> Why not put Kenny Wallace out there? He's a dirt track guy. You want to bring entertainment to the uh, the thing, man. Yeah, absolutely. And and allow fighting. You got to allow fighting. You're Stuart, man. You got to allow fighting. So, uh, no, I, I think that, uh, and, and like I said, NASCAR might be worried right now. They might be afraid. But maybe this is what NASCAR needs to be back into that, that top-tier racing because nobody's competing against NASCAR. Now they have that competition. Now they have to say, okay, we have to step back. It's not just uh, tossing out Happy Meals now. It's We have to step back, and we have to do something. We have to make this better than this on CBS, or we're going down. So maybe this is what NASCAR needs. Uh, Na- NASCAR needs a whole new revamp. Well, for, that's what I'm saying. One, they might get it after this. That's what one, I'm saying. You need to take these stage races out. To me, I think that sucks. And and that's them trying. That's that was them trying to do something. But yes, at this point, you have to say step back and say, "Hey, we messed up." But I, I don't think they want to step back and say that with the stage racing. Your your points your points deal you do at the end of the year, whatever the the shootout or whatever the hell it's called. Get rid of that. My my thing ever since they started that points crap like that is. So you're telling me, if I go out in the first six races of the season. And I dominate and win those first six races, and I got a just big points gap on you. It means nothing. Then at the end of the year, you're gonna take all that away and level it back out. But in all fairness, I don't think that's NASCAR. Yes, they made the rule, but why? Because the fans were saying, "Come Homestead, we're not even watching for anything." The the the, the championships decided three races ago. That no. was the fans that came out and said they don't want to see that. Well, that's not true. Race fans then true race fans i think i think the fans that said that were the ones that well dale jr he's back here and you know and he's not getting <laughs> up there so we need to we need to take all the points back and level it out so dale jr can be in there and have a chance to win a championship well they no. were if you get a if you go out and perform all season long the reason they did that and it was nascar that did it the reason they did do it is because the year matt kenseth won the championship and never won a race all year long and fans went nuts the yeah. people were like, oh, you shouldn't be able to win a title. Yeah, well, that's not a true race fan. Because if you go out and you perform week in, week out, whether you get a win or not, it's you know, champion's not about how many races you win. A champion's about how you perform week in, week out, all season long, and had a championship performance for the whole season. And I got to stick up because I'm, I'm not – I wouldn't usually stick up for these people. But Dale Jr. fans, you gave them a bad rap there because they were the ones that didn't want the changes because that man was in a top five every week. He's just going to win. I just use that as an <laughs> I, I know. I'm with you there. But that's the guy that didn't want the changes because he'd have had three titles. He'd have been over there going – yeah, now my Hall of Fame, I don't have to hear all you guys say I don't deserve it because he would have won those. But no, I had to make that clear there because I know some junior fan in there is going, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> so, all right, not junior. Jimmy Johnson fans, how about that? So, no, absolutely. Where's it, Kyle at when you need him? But that that is right there is where – yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right there. That's where you you, you got to sit back and, and say, you know, so many people wanted changes. But now I think, like I said, NASCAR is too proud to admit that they made the wrong changes. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, they'll never they're admit trying, that. No, but they're trying to adjust these stages. It's like, stop adjusting them. I'm, I'm with you. Just take them out. 
if you want to do something, do a competition caution. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, yeah, like I said, it's NASCAR's falling back. There's a lot of people walking away from the sport. COVID-19 hit NASCAR at the time. It did not need to hit NASCAR because no. now you took the fans out of the stands. And, and I'm not going to say. Not that there was a lot of fans there anyways. Because you, you, you came back and you, you had a great TV presence. But with this coming, it's worrisome for NASCAR. You you know France is back there, and, and he's 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 trying to figure out what the heck to do now. He's stepping back, and they're trying to do. I fake punt? Do I run? Do I throw? I don't know. I don't know. Can we toss the coin again? Because <laughs> they're. I mean, they're just. They're. I think right now in the NASCAR board meeting, it's it's a little hectic. Yeah, it's it's NASCAR's not what it used to be, but. And we've discussed this before, you know, with, with the when when the IRL cart split, that's what really kind of did it in for IndyCar, mm-hmm. and that's when NASCAR really shot up. Yep. You know, and then to me, it's like ebbs and flows. It is, <laughs> but to me, when Dale Senior passed, that's when NASCAR really started going on a downward spiral. It just, it, it just, it, to me, it didn't have the, the aura that it used to have, you know. Dale Senior, love him or hate the guy. You know, people would watch week in week out to see what he did, you know, see if he was going to dump somebody in the fourth turn for right. a win, or if he was just going to go out there and kick butt. I mean, y- you need that guy, and right now NASCAR doesn't have that guy. I you mean, got uh, Bush, uh, Kyle Bush. You could say is that. Uh, the guy people are watching in NASCAR, whether to if he's you want him to win or you want him to wreck, but kind of, but he's it's still not the same. You don't have that. We we talked about this before. Is you don't have the Earnhardt Gordon rivalry, and you they're trying have, to create a rivalry. They've tried to create exactly. a couple. <laughs> they're they're and trying it's just to not do, working. No, yeah, I, but, I agree uh, with you on that. Let's get into uh, the Xfinity race yesterday. Mm-hmm. So Kyle Busch takes the checker. Yep. But it gets taken away from him because uh, he didn't pass inspection. So Austin Sendrick wins his third race in a row. Yep. <laughs> so not only does he get his first oval win, he's got three race wins in a row. Or is it two? It's three. Because he didn't win Indy. So they've had three races since. Okay. It's Man, three that races came in quick. a row. God, slow down time. Slow but, down. Uh, <laughs> And we've discussed it before. I'm telling you, Cindric's going to be in the Blue Deuce next year. Yeah, yeah. I, I He's going to be in the Blue Deuce. Kozlowski's going to be in the 48 car. And then I'm really thinking that um, Briscoe's got either a shot Noah somewhere. Gregson or Briscoe ends up in the 42 car at Ganassi. I could, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because now that that I, you know, I hadn't really thought of Ganassi as a. Uh, as a need for anybody, but yeah, Kenseth's not going to be there no. next year. He's he's pretty much said it. I'm just filling in. Right. So I I, I think it's I, I really do think Briscoe, as long as he keeps this run going, like he has, I just think Briscoe looks like that. that he's tough. Better, yeah. That, he's that, tough. And you give him something, and these guys haven't had that opportunity. And he's a Indiana Indi- boy on an Indiana night. <laughs> so you, you you a lot of these guys haven't had the opportunity to hop into the Cup side. And, and get these rides that other guys that we've seen in the past. So maybe, and we talked about the great rookie class last year, uh, 
great rookie class or sorry a great rookie class this year and cole custer gets his first win last weekend yep and then next uh next year you're gonna have a solid couple guys that are coming out there so nascar it's not for for a while it was daddy's money daddy's money was getting you up into the cup now you're getting some talent coming. guys that were hopping hopping series exactly now, now you're, you're starting coming. to see these guys that they might have daddy's money but they can drive. But they're, and they're driving through the series. I mean, you can say, you know, Austin Cindric. Well, you know, his dad's Tim Cindric, and that's the only reason. Nah, I, I think even if his dad wasn't Tim Cindric, the way that kid drives and the way he performs, he's gonna get a riding cup. You're right, but I will say because his dad is Tim Cindric, he's that's getting that ride get, at exactly. Yeah. But you're right he's gonna he was a driver regardless that's yeah. that's the thing about that they i mean you are a, a driver regardless but sometimes so, it is about who you know so if cendrick goes to penske in the blue deuce look at that team you got oh, yeah. joey logano's the veteran which he's not even 30 nope then you got ryan blaney which he's like 23 24 25 maybe and blaney's a really big I mean, he's he's up and coming quick yeah quick and then you'd have Austin Cindric. Man, you get you got a team. Absolutely, you got a team. Absolutely, there. And, and you, you could really say that at that point, Logano's your weak link. Uh, you give Cindric a, a year or two to see how he progresses. Blaney still hasn't shown that consistency yet. He's he has Logano though. Logano's won championships. Well, and and I'm with, but give Blaney six years. Okay, but I'm just saying. Blaney's kind of like uh, I think of Blaney, and I like him. Don't be wrong. He's kind of like where I put Chase. <laughs> He's kind of like where I put Chase last year. Gotcha. He's, gonna He's win got a couple. the potential. <clears throat> he just needs to get that consistency and start stringing those finishes together. Right. And, and he's 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 getting there because he's been running pretty good week in week out, but he's had some mishaps. Not not that it's saying it's his fault. But you just got to be able to string those consistent finishes together. Right. Absolutely. There, And, and you are correct, but uh, I, I do think that's where being on Penty's team is going to benefit you because that guy's going to sit you down and he's going to be like, hey, you were a little impatient last week. You need to work on that. <laughs> and he's just going to probably very calmly, <laughs> very nicely. But uh, you're going to know that when he's talking to you, that, that means, hey, I got my contract on the back of my mind. You might want to perform a little better because <laughs> that man means business. So That's bitness. Absolutely. B-I-T-N-E-S-S. Bitness. <laughs> so looking forward to today going uh, to Texas. Should be a, uh, a solid run there. Oh, and uh, last week was, uh, wasn't that their first uh, time back in Kentucky in a while? Was it? They haven't raced there in a while? Heck, I can't even think. Or was that IndyCar hadn't raced at Kentucky in a while? IndyCar has not raced there in a while. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, because they haven't raced there. I, I thought NASCAR was still there for a bit. Okay, that's what uh, I was thinking of. Because that's what Dad and I were talking about. It's like, man, they need to bring IndyCar back they to do. Kentucky. They really do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're, we're looking for a good race here today from uh, Texas. Mm -hmm. And it should be uh, a, little, a little hot. It's going to be a, little, a lot hot. A lot hot down there today. So that track uh, we saw in the IndyCar Make race. Make sure you dust the boys. That uh, that PJ, what is it? Traction treatment. Exactly. 
So obviously that was the old traction treatment. Mm -hmm. So we, I would assume that's going to be laid back down today. That's going to be a, that nice firm line. And man, that I gotta admit, you give that traction treatment some some good uh, runs through the the heat there, and these NASCARs can can show us a, a solid race. And I think Texas is going to be excited. Yeah, I like that track. Yeah, I think today's gonna even be though they kind of screwed it up for IndyCar this year, but I do like Texas. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, it was it was a. Uh, I can only imagine what Tim and the crew over there was thinking. Real quick, that's what I meant to say. Tim down there at uh, AJ Foyt. Yep, they made a. They got a rule made for them. Yeah. Did you hear about this? No, I did not. <laughs> so enlighten me. So Tim in the uh, Mr. Trowbridge. Yep, at the uh, AJ Foyt team over there. The what was it? Two weeks ago, they uh, had the the power that that hose was getting hot water and their driver um dalton was, yep, was uh maybe a little hot was overheating tim's like all right we're gonna toss you a water bottle and just make sure you you toss it back to us before you you go so he takes a drink he's all good he puts it on the arrow screen <laughs> and he goes <laughs> it falls into his lap and he throws it into andretti's box <laughs> so unfortunately i think they got the vine for that but the next week comes out. Oh, and I see where they allowed him to. Exactly, yeah. and that's because of the AJ Foyt team right there. So Tim bringing in some uh, rules into IndyCar there. Pull-offs is allowed to hand a water bottle. So they're, they are. They're trying to, to figure all this stuff out, but I thought that was pretty good. I'm still <laughs> waiting for him to design me a steering wheel for my sim rig. Right. <laughs> that would be fantastic. But, um, yeah, just a little bit of uh Could you do me an exact you know. replica of the uh, the new Corvette steering wheel, please? Thank you. <laughs> a little now you know in uh, IndyCar there. So I thought that was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, so we go to Texas today, and I, I think it's about time. Um, got any eye racing news? Oh, where's uh Imperial Cup at tonight? Ooh, I knew you were gonna ask that. I've been I was on vacation last week. I have not looked up anything. I where's John Etheridge when you need him? Yesterday there, but uh, I think uh, are Monsters, any of the Imperial Cup guys on here? The Monsters of Dirt is uh, pulling into uh, their championship week yep. this week, so uh, that'll be a fun one to watch. Uh, SRTV, obviously CWTV and CC and LJ. Yep. Covering all that action there. Check out those guys. Uh, I'm going to start making my return. As soon as my uh, muscle heals up to where I can. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's a little hey, uncomfortable. <laughs> Friday, I, I, I ran a couple officials, and that's about all I can do. Then it gets sore, and I got to get out of the chair. But I, I got my uh, the IndyCar League tomorrow that I'm I'm in. Yep. We, do the, uh, we won the uh, championship last season. Okay. Did I tell you that? I don't know if I told you that or not. It was Thomas, Brad, myself, and uh, Ayrton. We won the uh, the the team title. Okay, there'll be a trophy in here soon. I can't wait, and I got most popular driver. Uh, I was imagine that. I was the slowest on the. <laughs> the imagine I that. I was the slowest on the track, but I was like Dale Jr. on that one. <laughs> and and in Tommy Boy's words, I'm a little weird, but I have fun. Exactly. I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> I like to party. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, check me out at CWTV. We'll be back uh, this week. ECRS uh, throwing down. That's what. Scott made me this, congr or not congrats, but a big shout-out to uh, Scott. Uh, check out if you guys are in the ECRS, if you join that. Well, damn, Scott, I didn't some, get one. They got to, well, I'm, in, I'm the broadcaster. 
You hop in the league there. <laughs> they run too early. I don't get yeah, home in yeah, time. To... That, yeah, that is. That's because he, he's a night shift guy, so he's got to get out by like nine o'clock. Um, but yeah, the uh, big shout out to him for uh, making the shirt here, East Coast Race. Look, look, look checkers and records oh, on the back yeah. there. <laughs> so big shout out to uh, Scott there for sending that. He sent me a hat too, so appreciate that. <laughs> I cut him deals, man, and broadcasting. You gotta love it. Tommy so, Boy uh, gets all the hookups. <laughs> uh, big shout out to them. Big shout out to uh, Gruntworks Custom Woods, mm-hmm. uh, the the rock star realtor Sean Nugent. That is, I, I like that. That's just a, a perfect. All these guys' uh, information down in the uh, description below. It, it's it's over here on the side of the screen too. Look at you. You, you got it perfect. <laughs> and then as always, gotta give a big shout out to Oralex's. I love the the crisp, clean sound I that do. we got in here. It's nothing better. Check out Oralex if you and want. And big shout out to uh, Butt Kicker Gamer Two. Absolutely. Feel what you've been missing. And right now, I see another day. Butt Kicker Gamer Twos are on back order. Uh oh. People have been ordering so many. <laughs> they, they are backed <laughs> up. Yeah, they're backed up. They're literally making them right now. I think uh, shipment date. They said they're expecting like. Uh, first or second week of August. So they're not too far behind. No, not real far. Don't don't let that discourage you. You hop on there, you get it before anybody else. So you 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 don't want to be too far behind there. You don't want to be in the the end of August. So hop oh, on no. there now. Do it now. Do it now. I, I love mine. And then uh, I was with Miss Olivia this week. Yes, you were. And typo edits. We took long walks on the beach, long bike rides through the island, and. Maybe you got a lovely... Seen some creepy things? We did, we did. <laughs> yeah, you heard all about that. There's saw some snakes, some gators. Baby alligator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. She goes, yeah, we seen a snake. And I was like, yeah, I don't like snakes. She goes, it wasn't a killer, though. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it was a little baby thing. But yeah, it wasn't a killer. <laughs> to somebody, it was. Oh, man. But yeah, check out uh, Typo Edits. If you need any uh, anything done on your, your resume, cover letter, or a love letter, however it may right. be. If you got somebody out there, you need to get done. Look a little more professional. Typo edits over there. Check them out. And use BW Sports 1. Get a little discount there. 40% off. Getting big. 40? With it, yes. Wow. 40%. She's just starting out there. So give her some business, guys. Show her some love. And then Spectrum Glasses. Blue and light she was blocking. a Notre Dame cheerleader. I mean, just show her some love because of that. Right. <laughs> Blue light blocking glasses. I don't have mine on because I took them with me. You're what? I got to unpack them. The blue light blocking glasses from Spectrum. Check those out. BW Sports 1 gets you 10% off there as well. Surprise! Yeah, I didn't know nothing about I'm like, what? (laughs) So check out those. If you guys are gaming, you're watching that screen a lot, maybe you work in front of a screen all day long, you you come home, you got a headache, uh, you're a little restless, something like that, check out Spectrum. Over there, prospect glasses in the description below. Like I said, BW Sports 1 gets you 10% off. I'm not going to lie. It shows us a little love, too. So hop on there. We appreciate each and every one of you. It's time of the week now to throw it out there and put out. What's the time for? (laughs) The Checkers and Wreckers Picks of the Week. 
<laughs> That's right. We want you to join along with us. Pick your your drivers here today. The I have checker. no clue. I'm just going to guess. <laughs> Somebody you think is going to perform decent today. Maybe not win, but top five. A wrecker. Not somebody that's necessarily going to wreck, but somebody that should perform well and won't. And that dark horse, somebody that's not on a top performing team. Maybe they're having a little downfall right now, and you think they're going to have a good run today? So I'll start them out with my checker pick. I, I was really tossed up between Hamlin and Harvick. Those guys really have Texas down. Harvick's going to start a little ahead of Hamlin. I'm going to give it to Harvick today. Okay. I'm going to take MTJ. MTJ. Martin, Martin Truex Jr. Yep, going down with Martin Truex Jr. there. for his, He's due for one. His checker. He's he got one this year, but, yeah, it seems like he's uh, he is, and he seems like he uh, kicks it in a little. Uh, he's, he's good on the short tracks. Oh, yeah, and, and like I said, he, he does. He kicks it in a little come the, uh, the end of the season here. So last half has always been a good half for – Hey, Damon's making his picks. Martin Truex, that's all that right there. I don't think that's Damon. <laughs> and then uh, for my record pick, I'm going to go with the same team. There is the uh, our brother over at Black and White Sports is saying. He says, Elliot, I'm going to go with Johnson, a former winner here at Texas, but uh, coming back from uh, his little health issue. And then uh, <laughs> and then also uh, on top of that, uh, just, he, you know, he had glimpses of, of – having a really solid season at the beginning but it's, it's yeah, glimpses of covid fall back there so uh kind of kind of falling off a little and i don't think johnson performs well today i can see that um uh, wrecker i'm gonna pick uh austin dillon austin dillon <laughs> that, then- that team besides um uh reddick they they just really haven't looked good reddick's been the best on that team, he's been the most consistent driver on that team. He's been pretty, and he's the rookie. Well, Dylan's got like three or four top tens, so he's he's collected a few top tens. But no, they should be doing better than that at this point, I would think. So uh, Downing agrees with me on Harvick, on the uh, the checker there. I go to my dark horse, a winner of this uh, race many a times in the Xfinity series, and he's shown glimpses this year. I'm gonna go with Eric Jones. Okay. Um, I don't know who I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna throw one out there. Uh, I'll pick um Dylan's teammate, Reddick. There you go. And and he has shown, man. He is he has been up there lately. He's really starting to to kick it into gear there. Kind of getting comfortable inside that team and uh, seeing seeing what he can do. And man, he gets hot, a little slick today. That, that dirt track style might uh, show very interesting to him. So, very, very good pick out there. Downing throwing Blaney out for his dark horse. Whoa, we'll out this time. Yeah. One more win, and Blaney's got to get off the dark horse uh, <laughs> the dark horse list there, though. But uh, we'll. Uh, Daniel we'll... going with Matty D. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no, that means he'll have a top five today. <laughs> right. And if you're betting Vegas, bet Matty D on a top five because he didn't. Somebody else did, so that's all we got today. Thank you so much for joining back with us here, taking a week off, after taking a week off, I should say. So uh, we'll be back at it. As always, we got a full week of 
fun and excitement coming your way. Check out www.bwsports1.com. For all the hap, hap, happenings. Exactly. We ain't said that in a while. No. <laughs> and thank you oh, all. Oh, and real quick, before we sign out, uh, on a sad note, we lost um, a big part of the carding community this week, John Martin. Um, and Friday night, all the proceeds, of the, all the gate money they raised at uh, Whiteland all went to John Martin's family. Nice. And uh, the race on uh, Friday night was in, you know, his name. He was uh, he was part of a uh, development of the iCart. That was our, that's what I remember him from. Nice. And and I you know remember seeing him at the track and stuff like that. But John was a, a very critical part in you know karting, and um, it, it was sad to see him go. Absolutely. Such a yeah. such a young young guy too, younger than I am. He was a uh, was Daniel's age. Wow. Yeah, never never good to hear anything like did that. Did you know him too? I did not. Because Daniel grew up with him. I, yeah, I did not. He said he lived right around the corner from uh, your mom and dad. Gotcha. Probably right behind the, probably behind mom and dad there. Is what I'm assuming. But no, unfortunately, I did not. So, but yeah, it's never never good when you lose somebody, especially when they're they're young like that. So. Yep. Unfortunate news, but that, that's all we got for the week, though. It's all it is. Thank you all for bye joining. bye, baby. Bye bye. <laughs> that was all she wrote. Peace. We're out.